I am Father Jude Ekene Delichuku Ezuma, one of the parochial vicars here at the Co-Cathedral of the Sacred Heart, and I am a priest of the Archdiocese. Beloved in Christ, today we celebrate the second Sunday of Advent, and what beautiful readings we have to reflect upon as we continue this journey. Our first reading is taken from the prophet Isaiah chapter 11. The prophet Isaiah speaks of a future Davidic king who will come. He says that this king will embody the ideal of the Davidic kingship. He will be filled with the spirit of the Lord, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of knowledge and fortitude, a spirit of piety and the fear of the Lord. This future king, the prophet goes on to say, will not judge by hearsay, nor will he judge by appearance. He will restore justice to all. He will judge rightly. Justice features very strongly in this first reading. And the question that might come to our heart is, how does the prophet mean? Justice is used in this particular instance to describe something that is more than what we normally conceive of when we speak of justice. It is a justice that consists in establishing harmony. It is a justice that consists in bringing about the peace of Christ upon the earth. In order to give us a very strong graphic representation of how he means, the prophet Isaiah brings together situations that in our own current experience do not necessarily go together. He says that this future Davidic king will have justice as a band around his waist. And as we heard in the psalm today, Psalm 72, which actually also speaks about the ideals of this future Davidic king, it says about this king that in his days, justice shall flourish and peace till the moon fell. The story of the fall of man really wants to make one point. And the point is this, that because of sin, the natural harmony between creatures and God is disrupted. If you recall, before the fall of man and woman, according to the story of Genesis, they lived in harmony, a harmony that was so beautiful that we are told that God would walk with them and converse with them. But after the fall, what we see is a rupture of this harmony, a rupture of this peaceful situation, so that man who saw woman for the first time and said, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, now begins to point accusing finger at the woman. And so when Isaiah speaks of this situation where the wolf and the lamb will walk together, the lion and the kid will graze together, a child will play, will play at the cobra's den, he wants to really charge us and wake us up for us to begin to envision what this future king will be, what he will bring, the kind of justice that he will bring. 
Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is this future King. He is indeed the son of David, as is one of his titles that we know him with. He is this future King that comes to establish the reign of God. He is the one who comes to bring about peace once again. And this is why St. Paul in his letter to the Ephesians chapter 2 verse 14 says to us that Christ is our peace. For he is the one who in his body reconciles those who are in enmity. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, as we have been talking about all this while, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the one who brings us into the justice of God. And this justice of God consists in we being reconciled once again, because justice is about living in right relationship with God, living in harmony with God and with others as well. Sin is a primary cause of alienation from living in right relationship with God, with our brothers and sisters, even with ourselves. For you and I notice that when we have sinned, there's a distress in our soul, there's this restlessness in our soul, there's this lack of justice, this lack of harmony in us. And so until we are forgiven and absolved of our sins, we continue to experience this state of conflict, conflict with God, conflict with others, because sin causes a rupture in our relationship with God and with others. And this is why the message of John the Baptist in today's Gospel is very, very important and is a source of great consolation for all of us. John the Baptist says to his listeners, Repent! He says to them that the life of repentance is the way of preparing the way for the Lord. And that is what Advent is about. It is a time for us to once again reflect on how we are preparing our hearts to receive Christ who comes to us every day, but also as we wait in anticipation of when he will come again in the fullness of time. And so we are blessed to have this wonderful sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament through which we are able to enter once again into this justice of God, into this life of harmony of God. Perhaps you have not gone to confession for a long time because you are afraid or you are ashamed. Remember, there is no saint without a past and there is no sinner without a future. Perhaps as you listen to me talk about the peace that comes from celebrating this sacrament, you have a memory, a painful memory of celebrating this sacrament where you did not necessarily experience compassion. I want to encourage you not to let that deter you. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is a very compassionate and kind King. He is the one who gave us this sacrament because he knows that we are not perfect, that in spite of our best intentions, we still fall short. And so I want to encourage you to try to celebrate the sacrament once again. Pray about it. Pray for the, pray for the confessor that you go to, that God will give him the grace to help you to experience the hope 
and the peace that he wants to give you. You know, even I have an experience when I was very young as an altar server. I think I was about 12 or 13 years old. And growing up in Nigeria, in my parish, we didn't have the screen. And so you had to do face to face. Now imagine the anxiety going to confess your sins to the priest. I'm an altar server, so he knows me as well. And I remember this day going to confession, and uh, I don't even know what I said, but he kind of yelled out my sin, and I felt shamed, embarrassed, but I continued. But you know, I didn't let that deter me, and I didn't hold it against him. Um, I would not let that stop me from experiencing the beauty that comes from this sacrament. And so, I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to also try once again to embrace the invitation that Christ gives us. He's the one who brings peace and harmony to us. And the message that I want to leave with you, my brothers and sisters, on this second Sunday of Advent is summarized as follows. That our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the one who brings us peace peace that is the fruit of this justice, of this right relationship with God. Sin is a primary cause of alienation from living in this life of justice, this life of peace. And that is why the invitation for us today that we hear echoed from John the Baptist is for us to embrace the life of repentance, the life of conversion, which brings us once again into this life of justice, this life of peace. May God bless you all. Amen.